Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The area for tomorrow morning, along with light winds, we're not expecting any wind chills for tomorrow. The afternoon, we'll get increasing clouds, showers after sunset, likely starting late evening into the overnight. A good steady rain into early Saturday morning, then it goes away by Saturday at lunchtime. I'm 7 News, Peter Aldrich, Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Hi, it's Phil 37, Herndon 36, Foggy Bottom 40. Some parts of our area could be down to the 20s overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here, the threat of a government shutdown pushed off for a couple of weeks after the Senate passes a stopgap funding bill. A very scary end of the day for Annapolis when the State House was put on lockdown. I'm Kate Ryan. No bond for a man accused of leading police on a high-speed chase in a stolen truck. I'm Scott Gelman. Who police now say killed a young girl at a Landover home. I'm Mike Marilla. A carjacking suspect shot and killed by police. The body-worn camera footage is out. I'm Neil Augenstein. Good day on Wall Street and a pretty good night so far in the Asia-Pacific markets. And the Wizards are keeping up with the Lakers. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. Former President Trump was in Eagle Pass, Texas, strongly criticizing President Biden, who was also on the southern border, for the continuing surge of migrants. Trump repeated his claims that they're bringing crime to the community. But Eagle Pass business owner Adam Rodriguez says those claims are overblown. We've raised our kids here, you know, and, and there's never been any criminal element. You don't have to worry about walking down the street. CBS's Camilo Montoya Galvez says there's been a shift in the location of migrant crossings. Now, most migrant crossings are concentrating mainly in Arizona and California, not here in Texas. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott is attributing that drop here in illegal crossings in Texas to his actions and his policies, including the razor wire that he has ordered his National Guard soldiers to deploy along the Rio Grande to deter illegal crossings. The wildfire in the Texas panhandle has burned more than a million acres. Rancher Jason Wilhelm says his wife grabbed what she could before they bugged out. She got. Uh, a bunch of pictures. Uh, she got some some money that we had saved up, and uh, just a lot of sentimental things, blankets, pictures. The man's been arrested in Independence, Missouri, after a process server and police officer were shot and killed. KCTV reporter Zach Summers says the process server was approaching a house with an eviction notice. He was shot at. Uh, called for assistance. Independence police showed up, but he wasn't the only one to call out for help. Neighbors heard these shots, too. They called police. Uh, These officers who responded, including Officer Cody Allen, were also shot. New details are emerging about the cyber attack on one of the nation's biggest healthcare companies. More from CBS's Nicole Skanga. Change Healthcare says it's established workarounds for patients. For smaller hospitals, are we talking about months, weeks, days? The smaller, less resource hospitals, our safety net, critical access, rural hospitals certainly do not operate with months of cash reserves. Could be just a matter of days or a couple of weeks. That's John Riggie with the American Hospital Association. 
There is growing international outrage after more than 100 people were killed in Gaza. Witnesses claim Israeli forces opened fire as people gathered to pick up aid. Israel admits to firing on the crowd, but says many of the deaths were from a stampede for food. More on that from CBS's Imtiaz Tayeb. President Biden acknowledged the shootings would complicate the talks, while a Hamas spokesman told CBS News they could not negotiate with Israel while Palestinians were being killed in what he described as cold blood. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Good Friday morning. Welcome to a new month. First of March 2024. Glad you're in with us. It's midnight hour. Mainly clear. Very cold overnight. 24 to 34 for the actual low. We're at 34 in Washington now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride to this midnight hour Friday. We begin this morning with Maryland's historic state house being locked down for nearly two hours yesterday, Thursday, in the into the evening after police got what they called an unspecified threat. Bernie Bennett with the Annapolis City Police Department said the call came at about five o'clock from an anonymous man. Saying that he was visiting the state capitol and he would have weapons on him and that uh, hoping that the police would hold their weapons when he spoke to someone uh, listed with the government. That prompted police to put the state house where lawmakers do their work on lockdown. Maryland State Delegate Vanessa Atterbury was in a committee room when she got word. We have a trooper in our committee room and she we had just finished our hearings and she told everyone not to leave. Maryland Matters reporter Brian Sears described locking doors and hunkering down behind desks. Uh, a number of uh, police officers, fairly heavily armed, came door to door and started evacuating everyone on our level. The lockdown ended just before 7 p.m. with notification that the governor, lieutenant governor, and Senate president had been escorted from the building and the all clear was given. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 1204. The man accused of stealing a Maryland State Highway truck and leading police on a destructive chase that day, spending two counties and smashing 30 13 cars makes an appearance in court on Thursday. WTOP Scott Gelman was there and tells us this morning the suspect's attorney says his client was having a psychotic episode at the time of the chase. Here at Montgomery County District Court, Judge Holly Reed ordered Flavio Cesar Lanuza to be held without bond. Noteworthy is the comment that was made by uh, by the judge during the hearing that this was the most extreme danger he had seen to the community uh, maybe ever. State's attorney John McCarthy says Lanuza is facing several charges in Montgomery and Prince George's counties. In court, Lanuza's attorney, Maria Mena, argued he was having a mental health breakdown at the time of the incident. The family told me that a week prior, he was acting very erratic. He was pacing. They did not know what was wrong with him. She told the judge he was acting normal now that he's getting medical help. But McCarthy says there's no indication to this point that mental health played a role. The public knows what happened here pretty much almost from start to finish. That is unusual. In Rockville, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP Friday morning at 12.05. An 11-year-old girl is dead this morning, and authorities say her stepdad was the one who took her life. It was last night when officers arrived at a home on Stansbury Lane in Landover. They found 38-year-old Curtis Lynch and 10-year-old Malin Turks dead and the girl's mother badly hurt. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says it was Lynch who shot the stepdaughter and then the mother before turning the gun on himself. The mother is in critical condition. Malin did not deserve this. 
the adult female victim did not deserve this. This case marks a sixth killing this year that was a result of a domestic dispute. County Executive Angela Alsobrook says it's a troubling trend. In too many instances, uh, we are seeing the death of our children in ways that really are heartbreaking and have to be stopped. The exact motive in this shooting is not yet known. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06. It was a chaotic incident last month when a man was shot and killed by two New Carrollton police officers. He was the suspect of a string of shootings and carjackings that stretched from D.C. into Prince George's County. According to the footage released by the Maryland Attorney General's office, two new Carrollton police officers didn't turn on their body cameras until after they'd shot Artel Cunningham. One officer kicked two guns away from Cunningham. Officers kept their guns trained on him until another department arrived and Cunningham was handcuffed. Check for Paul. I got clear 100. We need five more now. <laughs> the arriving officer started chest compressions. Cunningham died at the hospital. The AG's office says its investigation continues into the shooting. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. WTLP at 12.07. So transportation this morning, heads up from WTLP this hour. There will be no Fairfax connector bus service later today, Friday, because of an ongoing strike. More than 600 bus operators and mechanics and all have been on strike since last week, protesting against contractor Transdev for what their union calls unfair labor practices. Workers are asking for higher pay, more sick leave, and retirement security. Contract talks, as of this point, are scheduled for March 6th. WTOP at 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger at the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello, Dean. Good morning, everybody. Uh, we're still dealing with this crash in Arlington. It's on westbound 66 at the Spat Run Parkway. Right lane is blocked. Also, westbound 66 after Rosalind Tunnel. Left lane is getting by that road work. Outside the Beltway on 66 westbound, the road work starts just west of the Beltway and ends just about a mile and a half or so east of Business 234 Southley Road in Manassas. This is maintenance activity. The left lane is a mobile closure. Also, westbound 66 uh, just east of uh, 234. More maintenance activity. The right lane also is a mobile closure. Uh, so also you'll see some activity in the express lanes. So again, be careful on 66 Dolly Madison Boulevard, Virginia 123 north of the Beltway. You're going to find the maintenance work. The right lane and the right shoulder are closed in Fairfax County. Still dealing with that fallen tree, Old Dominion Drive between Van Ness Court to Batsville Road in Prince George's County. We've got the broken water main. This is affecting Silver Hill Road past Suitland Road. This is a utility Works this broken water main in the far right lane. And then on St. Barnabas Road in Prince George's County, various lanes are blocked because of ongoing road work in either direction between Silver Hill Road and Maryland 210. Go electric to Fitzway looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Let me write up on WTOP. MSNBC's Joy Reid tells the love story of Medgar and Murley Evers to WTOP. With the book report, I'm Tariq King. Good early Friday morning to you. Temperatures are starting out on the low side, 22 to 32 degrees with a light winds. At least we have light winds and we're not windshield too much here this morning. Later today, temperatures will top out in the low to mid 50s throughout the area. Definitely the brighter part of our day will be the early morning hours versus the afternoon where you'll have cloud cover moving in and rain showers with the next weather 
Maker. Expect rain starting about 7 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are at 34 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Issues that matter most to voters in the DMV. Local races that could make all the difference. Coverage you can always rely on. Election 2024 on WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with WTOP, Bank Dean Lane. A gentle breeze blows across your face as you take a refreshing sip of water, appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature, the feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now, imagine it's all gone. No fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water, and without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. I'm going to check your money news. This Friday morning on WTOV. Mortgage rates rose for the fourth straight week to just below 7%. And according to Freddie Mac, the 30-year rate was 6.94%. The 15-year rate, 6.26%. Thursday on Wall Street, the Dow with a nice recovery finished up 47. S&P 500 up 26. And the NASDAQ finished higher for its first record close since November 2021, up 144. Steve Dresner. WTOP News. Checking overseas this midnight hour. The Nikkei is up by 762 points. The Kospi down almost 10. The Hang Seng is up 125. The Shanghai up by 3. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour here on WTOP. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. It is now 1213 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Shirley Beasley met her future husband, the legendary civil rights leader Medgar Evers at college. Their relationship was stimulating and contentious at the same time. Now, Joy Reid, host of MSNBC's The Readout, has written an account of their life together, which has reached number one on the New York Times bestseller list. This morning, she joins WTOP's own Tariq King with our latest WTOP book report this hour about Medgar and Merle. She knew that the things that he was doing, trying to convince people to register to vote, could get him killed. And so she really didn't agree. And she was not shy about saying that to him. And so when he becomes the very first field secretary for the NAACP, it increases the tension between them. And she was very open about it. And so that was a lot of the book is talking about this very real relationship that they had that was love, tension, arguments, the whole nine, everything that goes with a real marriage. As a journalist and as the host of a national news program, you receive a steady diet of national stories, local stories, and the day's news. And so of all the stories you could have chosen to devote a book to, what compelled you to choose this one? 
Well, I would say what compelled me was really not a what, it was a who. Uh, it was Merle Evers Williams herself. She's such a compelling figure. And if you spend 10 minutes with her and she starts talking about Medgar, you want to write two or three books about it because she still exemplifies this sense of being just giddy in love with this man. And that conversation just stayed with me for years, literally. Why do you think it's important, particularly now, that people keep Megger and Merle's story front of mind. To make it real when we say to young people, people died for your right to vote. This allows us to be much more specific. I mean, Megger Evers literally died for our right to vote. You know, that sacrifice is not ancient. It's literally just a generation ago. You can listen to Tariq's full interview in the latest WTOP book report there with Joy Reid. At our website, a click away, search book report. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. A bill to fund the federal government passing the, the passed that Friday night midnight deadline was quickly passed in the House and Senate on Thursday on its way now to President Biden. It's a split screen trip to the southern border this week for President Biden and former President Trump. And when will D.C.'s cherry blossoms reach peak bloom again? The Park Service reveals the prediction. We've got that for you this morning. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. We all have autocorrect on our computers. But your drive home can have autocorrect, too. With WTOP traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. Delays building rapidly on I-95 through Fredericksburg. And Sean Anderson and Ann Kramer with all the news you missed while at work. We can't help you if you accidentally hit reply all on that feisty email response. (gasps) Oh, no. But we can help you get home sooner and safely. Afternoons from 2 to 7 on WTOP News. Facts matter. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. At WTOP, our listeners matter. WTOP is better than ways when it comes to traffic. I simply love WTOP traffic as the number one source for me. WTOP, Washington's top news. Good morning. Welcome in to WTOP at 1217. Coming right up after traffic and weather for you this morning. We now have the projected dates for this year's Cherry Blossoms Bloom Peak. I'm Shana Stulen. Issues that matter most to voters in the DMV. Local races that could make all the difference. Coverage you can always rely on. Election 2024 on WTOP News. Facts matter. Cadillac sees the move to EVs a bit differently. This is Jeff Gilbert with the Car Chronicles. While industry-wide analysts are seeing a slowing in the growth of electric vehicles, Cadillac Vice President John Roth says things are different in the luxury segment. We still see in the data, you know, 60% of the consumer base that their next luxury vehicle will be an EV. Cadillac now has decent inventories of its first EV, the Lyric, and that's having an impact on sales. In the fourth quarter of the calendar year, 
lyric got to uh, 12 and a half percent of our overall sales and now here in the in the month of uh, January we're seeing it as high as 25 percent Cadillac has more EVs coming including the smaller Vistic the larger optic and an electric version of the big Escalade with the car Chronicles I'm Jeff Gilbert CBS News it's Friday welcome to a new month thanks for starting it with us March 1st 2024. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. That's all they Weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Kim Berger's with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. The accident in Arlington on westbound 66 at the Spout Run Parkway has been cleared. All lanes are now open. Just be aware, though, there is ongoing road work on westbound 66. It's after the Rosalind Tunnel. Left lane is getting by. Then westbound 66, starting west of the Beltway, heading all the way out to Business 234 Sudley Road in Manassas for maintenance activity. The left lane and the right lane mobile closures should be prepared on the Beltway in loop on the ramp to the westbound 66 express lanes. Construction activity. Activity. All those lanes are blocked. There are also other closures on various ramp lanes to and from 66 from both loops of the Beltway. On the inner loop between the George Washington Parkway and the Legion Bridge, right lane is blocked. Also, the ramp from the outer loop to the inbound uh, George Washington Parkway blocked. 50 eastbound, east of the Beltway for maintenance activity. The left lane and right lane are alternating closures. And we have the usual overnight closure on North Glebe Road between Chain Bridge Road and Military Road. All lanes are blocked because of that ongoing work project. In the district, 3rd Street Tunnel southbound ramp to the freeway, the left lane is getting by that road work. In Virginia, still seeing some lingering delays northbound 95, even though the crash is long gone on the northbound side near Garrisonville, Aquia, but you've got road work on northbound 95 near Virginia 234 Dumfries Road. This is pothole patching with the center lane right lane blocked, then northbound after Dale Boulevard, left lane left center lane blocked, northbound after Lorton Road, roadside maintenance blocks the right lane. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Well, hopefully you're having a good early Friday morning. Under the mainly clear skies, our temperatures will be starting out quite low around 22 to 32 degrees. At least we've got some light winds. We are looking at a pretty sunrise coming our way, but for the sunset, not so great. Clouds with the next weather maker and some rain showers starting about 7 p.m. So your late evening plans out will be a little wet roadway little wet. We're not expecting too much rain. Should be over by noon to 2 p.m. on Saturday. Temperatures will go from the mid-50s on Friday afternoon. And right now we're looking at 34 degrees in Reston, 36 Bethesda, 40. On the National Mall, we are at 34 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. At 1221, good morning. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world, delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan, providing clean drinking water in Haiti, and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovering, from emergency to aid, from crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters, people like you, who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care.
Good Friday morning, 1st of March. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 1222. You're listening to WTOP News. I can see clearly now the rain is... More than a million people visit the nation's capital every single year to see the famous cherry blossom trees. Now, this morning, we have an official prediction for when they'll be in full bloom this year. Being unveiled this week by the National Park Service. March 23rd through March 26th. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall. Reminder that this forecast is the window during which the trees are expected to first reach peak bloom. And if the weather conditions are just right, that could last uh, for up to 10 days. The National Park Service is asking the hundreds of thousands of visitors expected to come during the month-long National Cherry Blossom Festival to be good stewards of the trees as well. There are 3,700 cherry blossom trees on the mall. Most are Yoshino trees, originally gifted by Japan in 1912. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Former CBS and Fox News reporter Catherine Harridge is being held this morning in civil contempt for refusing to divulge her source in an investigative series about a Chinese-American scientist investigated by the FBI but never charged. Federal judge in Washington state is now imposing an $800 a day fine until Harridge complies But the fine will not, we're told, go into effect immediately to give her time to appeal the case. In his ruling this week on Thursday, the judge says he recognizes the paramount importance of a free press in our society, but that the court also has its own role to play in upholding the law and safeguarding judicial authority. Stay tuned. New videos showing Alec Baldwin's questionable gun handling habits on the movie Set of Rust was shown in court Thursday in New Mexico. Firearms expert Brian Carpenter testifying that as armor, Gutierrez should have corrected Baldwin's behavior every time. Once you take on the responsibility of safety for another person, you take on the responsibility of making sure that you do what's necessary, even if it's inconvenient. But the defense arguing Gutierrez was assigned to other duties on that set, taking her away from her job as armorer. Gutierrez is on trial for manslaughter after the shooting death on the set. That's ABC's Kena Whitworth reporting this morning. Aside from Barbie, can you think of a movie you saw last year that actually had mostly female lead characters? New study out on this subject from San Diego University this week called It's a Man's Celluloid World finds that 77 of the top 100 grossing films in 2023 had more male actors than it did female In fact, the number of women in speaking roles dropped from 2022, and only 13% of the characters were older than the age of 40. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. WTOP at 1225. Let's check it out with Mr. Rob Woodfork. This All morning. right. The Wizards hanging around in L.A., Dean, but trailing the Lakers 106-101 as they just uh, ticked under 10 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Jordan Poole balling off the bench, 28 points to uh, uh, lead the Wizards. Uh, both teams shooting over 50% from the floor, but uh, the big difference here is the free throws. The Lakers 19 of 22 at the foul stripe. The Wizards just 7 of nine, so that's been the difference in this game. Anthony Davis uh, feasting at the line. Twelve of his game high, thirty-four points coming from the foul line. Down a level, the Maryland women never trailed Wisconsin. They were uh, winners tonight. Uh, it's seventy-nine-sixty-three. Uh, they improved to thirteen and zero against Wisconsin all time, and also they up their.